What's up, everybody? This is Judith A. Gulp. You're listening to Mad Love. Let's get into it. So, yeah, it happened again yesterday with my mom. So, Sunday was a stay-in-bed day. She did not get up very much. She was up a little bit on Saturday, but nothing major. But yesterday, my mom gets up, and she just insisted on arranging the blinds, even though I had them open to where I wanted them to be because I was the one sitting in that room. And we must have, for an hour, just went back and forth. Every time she left the room, I closed them back. She'd come back, open them again. And and, and she had no memory of it because she'd be like, girl, have you looked out here today? I'm like, God, we just had this conversation. Listen, uh, Alzheimer's is, is a is no joke of a disease and it's almost like you know water torture for the caregiver or people who have to deal with that person because they don't remember shit and you're constantly having the same conversations and some of them are unpleasant you know because I just kept saying you know I I've been outside I saw outside and I'm telling you I didn't think this would be a huge issue for the world but it is they don't know that they are diminished. They don't know that they're not in charge. That's what's strange to me. Like, people aren't bowing out gracefully or retiring in politics. They just don't think they're too old. And I don't understand that. I don't understand how this is con- going to continue to be an issue. Donald Trump is too old. Joe Biden is too old. I, you know, I don't have a problem with Kamala Harris. I think she's a, the perfect age, except I just don't know what she's done that would define her as being the next president of the United States. I don't know what her personality is. I don't know if Biden won't let her do anything. He seems to be a bit of a control freak. I don't know if he will let her have something. I don't know if she just isn't assertive enough. I don't know what the deal is. But, you know, I'm not at all happy with any of the candidates or either party. We need another party. You go to the grocery store, there's one million brands of everything. And we only have two political parties. That makes zero sense. Look, if you just want to buy toilet paper, you could stand there for a while. There's all kinds of brands of toilet paper. There's the ply of toilet paper. You know, there's the, we're super clean, we don't have any perfumes, toilet paper. I mean, it's multiple types. That's what I don't understand. Like, everything you want, you can stand there for hours trying to figure out which one you want. Except when it comes to voting for a Democratic, voting in a Democratic election, you only have two parties. It doesn't make any sense to me. So anyway, that's a problem, though. We're going to have to figure that out. They need term limits for sure. And I don't, I'm not an ageist, but I, I have dealt with more than one octogenarian. And there's something that goes on with the aging brain. And I'm not saying that it means you, you have to be put away in a room or something, but I definitely think you shouldn't be making decisions for everybody, especially if you've been in your office, in the job for a while. You know, I don't think you should just be 90-something years old trying to still be a justice. You know, there's, there's something, there's nothing wrong with retiring gracefully. And, and these people won't leave unless you force them out, obviously. 
I don't understand what's going on, but I think we that's an issue that we're going to have to address. Okay, so Friday I did the BMW thing, which was fun. If you get a chance to do a BMW Ultimate Drive experience, you should do it. It's a lot of fun. They let you drive the new cars. Well, they only really give you a couple of choices. At ours, it was uh, electric cars. Oh, man. Sorry. Haven't yawned in a while. You're welcome. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, we had an electric car uh, and a hybrid. And I enjoyed the hybrid, actually, better. Um, but the electric car was crazy fast. I mean, I I drove it. But, you know, I didn't get all out all of the power out of it. So you ride around a few times. They let you have an instructor and and he's explaining the course because, of course, they don't let you just go straight. I mean, you're doing all these turns and curves and all this different stuff. And so I don't feel like I could ever really go fast. But then they let the race car driver drive and. He's like, you ready? And I was like, yeah. And man, he mashed down on that gas. My head hit the headrest. I was like, oh, shit. I was not ready, sir. I wasn't expecting you to just <laughs> gun it. And I think the thing goes zero to 60 in three seconds. And I think he got there. I mean, it was unbelievable. Now, that was really fun because I'm not a pr- professional driver, you know. Uh, so it's like, whoa. When you ride with a race car driver, it was like, woo, this will blow your wig off. And it was fun. I had a good time. Uh, Met a lot of interesting people who own BMWs. Um, My rental car is a BMW. So that was fascinating. That's how I got the invitation. But you can go. I mean, I saw saw it advertised on Facebook. Yeah, it was fun. A lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. It was nice to, uh, to, you know, I did some work. Then I went to the event. Then I met a friend from college for lunch. And it was just a nice day. You know, I don't have a lot of days that are really just about me. So that was cool. And, um, yeah. Oh, I started watching Quarterback on Netflix. Very good. And it reminded me, I mean, Peyton Manning is the producer. And I wonder when they picked these particular quarterbacks, if they knew what they were Really, they picked good good ones. I mean, I feel bad for Marcus Mariota, um, but it was. I mean, his, his didn't end well at all. Uh oh, oh God, sorry. His season didn't end well. I mean, he started off good, and I mean, I don't think his his career has ever really taken off like anybody thought it would, um, based off of his college career, and that sometimes happens then he picked Mahomes who of course won the Super Bowl last year so it was like did they know and then Kirk Cousins who had an amazing season but they just petered out in the playoffs and I forgot that they lost to the giant uh yeah the football giants like that and and they were they were fun to watch I watched almost all of the Minnesota games that were available um in our region which was a lot of them and they, they were fun to watch last year. And you just feel for Kirk Cousins because it's they have three very distinct personalities. Uh, Mahomes, it's nice to know he's he's so fired up and he curses and like he is something. He talks a lot of trash, which I didn't know. But he's also a good teammate and he's also gracious to the other team. So um, 
yeah, that that was really in, incredible to watch. Uh, it's just it's very well done, very well done, and it made me think that Netflix might have a play if they bought ESPN, and maybe not all of its programming, like definitely reprogram a lot of their shows. But I definitely think there's a place for ESPN at Netflix. I mean, Netflix needs to get into sports in a in a major way. Um, because the reality is, uh, they don't know who they are anymore. You know, at first they were just the go-to place for movies on DVD and you didn't have to return it in two days like Blockbuster. I mean, they destroyed Blockbuster mainly because they were convenient and it was great. I mailed a ton of CDs back and forth between me and Netflix. I'm a, uh, I would go back. My relationship with Netflix started in 1998, somewhere along in there. Um, I have always loved movies. I love watching movies. So it was great to get the little disc in the mail. And then I could take as long as I want to mail it back. Like that's dope. And now I don't think they know who they are after house of cards. So when they decided they were going to go into the streaming thing and then they picked house of cards and I think orange is the new black and they had like just a couple of shows. It was like, Oh, okay. But now it's like, you know, you could just be on there for literally 30 minutes just scrolling, and I hate that. But there is a place for sports, and the good thing about sports is uh, every number one sport changes. So, like, right now it's football. NFL rules everything, but there was a time when boxing ruled everything. Um, so that could change, but if you're just in sports, you can change with it. So maybe soccer becomes that next big thing in America. I know St. Louis has a great soccer team, City. And so, uh, yeah, you know, I think they should definitely dip their toe into that. And if they don't do it, I think Apple should do it. Somebody should go ahead and just buy ESPN because it makes sense. Um, And you can do those 30 for 30 films. You you got content there. And uh, I don't love all of the the talk shows they have. I don't think you need those as much anymore. It's just like talk shows on regular TV. They're going away or gone away. Um, you know, cause when it started 40 years ago, there was just no place to get sports highlights. And that's what was so fun about ESPN. And it made sense cause people wanted to, I used to wake up and watch sports center when I was really into the NBA You know, I've always hated their bias in baseball. They never cover the Cardinals the way they should. But, you know, most 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 networks sleep on the Cardinals. You know, the Cardinals have to be in a World Series to actually get real publicity. And now they're bad. So they're they're bad for the first time in, what, 20 years. So, yeah, I don't expect coverage now. But anyway, I do think there's a play there. I think it'd be curious to see... uh, where ESPN lands. I think of all of the things Bob Iger is trying to sell, that one should be sold to somebody. And they should just rebuild it, rebrand it. Not rebrand it, because it should stay ESPN, but it should get a a brand makeover. Unlike Twitter, have you seen what Elon Musk did to Twitter? He's calling it X, which makes zero sense. I know people think this dude is a genius. I'm not one of them. I... I've yet to see anything that seems all that genius. Like he goes and acquires and partners in businesses that are 
that seem like they're going to be successful. That doesn't make him a genius. There are a lot of people who've done that. You know what I mean? It's not like he founded all these companies. So, I mean, he may be a visionary. I, I'm not trying to say he's like a scrub or anything. I just, I just don't understand what, why people think he's so great and why people have to follow him. And he's got like a cult of personality around him. And people just are like, it's a great idea. You all just don't understand his vision. And it's like, do you know how hard it is to get a brand recognition like that? The Twitter logo and the Twitter, Twitter is as big as McDonald's. It's as big as any other global brand, Coca-Cola. It takes years to build that kind of loyalty and, excuse me, I was about to choke, loyalty and brand recognition. And then you're just going to come in and call it X so you can accept payments. I don't understand. You know, I maybe the whole point was to buy Twitter to destroy it. I, I know he enjoyed complaining about it. But I haven't seen him do anything that's so revolutionary. I don't know. People say this dude's a genius. I'm not sure I think that. Um, whatever. I, I don't. I really don't understand what his deal is. But anyway, if you get a chance to watch Quarterback on Netflix, it's very good. Like I said, I hope ESPN. I think they should. And even if they don't buy ESPN, which I can understand. They should definitely do Netflix sports. They definitely should. And they could create a great, you know, sports talking head format that I would probably watch. Because I I don't have a sports show that I watch anymore. I used to like Colin Cowherd, but I can't stand the new co-host. So it's like, I just, I don't watch anymore, even when I'm at, you know, working from home, which is sad because I like sports. And uh, football's coming up, so that's my main thing. If uh, there's a great football show, I'll watch it for sure. And they're on to something. They need to do, they can do uh, a quarterback show every season if people agree to do it. Um, what I did respect and admire about all the quarterbacks, uh, all three of them, is they were family guys. They all were, you know, they had young kids and they stressed the importance of, you know, being dads and they were proud to be dads and they were happy to be dads. You know, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins is probably more close to my personality, you know, and it just never dawned on me that he would have to go home after that excruciating loss and like tuck his kids in the bed, you know, and just be a normal person. Um, and he seems fun. He seems really, really fun, but he's very intense but different in the way that Mahomes is intense because Mahomes is like a volcano. I mean, his, that's what I do. Like, I didn't know he talked so much shit. So that was awesome. I I really liked that. And, you know, I know uh, Peyton is a quarterback and uh, I would love to see quarterbacks with their wide receivers a little bit more. Um, you know, there's room to grow that, that show. Uh, and, and just see how they, you know, how they, how they prepare, how they work with their quarterbacks. I think it's incredible who they picked because they happened to pick the, the Super Bowl winner last year. That was pretty cool. So hopefully they'll do more of those shows. All right, everybody. Uh, yeah, it's what is, boy, we're almost at the end of July. Where is this year going? It is July 25th. That is unbelievable, really. This year is really, really speeding by. So, I mean, if you've got goals and dreams and things you were hoping to get done, 
uh, this year, you are halfway through the year. And it's time to really put your foot on the gas. Uh, Yeah. So anyway, I hope everybody has an amazing day today. Please be your best. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Maybe we'll hit up on the strike stuff again. touch Touch on, you know, basically what I think the future of film is going to be, which is going to look a lot like what it used to be. There's going to be room for independent films. And right now, those are the only things that are getting filmed, independent films. And uh, there are going to be some people who who will emerge successful through the strike because they happen to be independent filmmakers. And uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, those shows have been highly listened to. Thank you for, for uh, listening to those and, um, you know, this happens to be the industry I've studied for forever and I've been waiting to get into it. And, uh, it looks like this, this complete meltdown is going to allow a lot of people who have been waiting on the, in the wings to get an opportunity. So I'm excited about that. And I will say this after man watching quarterback, uh, Mahomes was driving around in a Cullinan, I mean, a Rolls Royce Cullinan and, I mean, I love the guy, and I'm glad he's enjoying. Like, Kirk Cousins, who also had a pretty massive contract, was driving around in a couple of Fords. His house is pretty regular. Uh, I mean, it's a McMansion, but it's regular. And then, you know, like, Mahomes is building, like, this huge house, driving around in a Cullinan. I mean, I'm proud of the guy, and I'm glad he's in Missouri. He's making Missouri very appealing from a sports perspective because we get all of their games. And they are fun to watch. And I like the Chiefs. So, um, yeah. Anyway, he had that Rolls Royce. I was like, Lord, this dude. And after the games, he has a house full of people, friends and family. And and Kirk Cousins just goes home and it's quiet. Um, mostly. But, yeah. Uh, I because he had some big wins, but it was never really a crowd at his house when he got home. But Mahomes always seemed to have his parents and uh, friends, family, kids, everybody's there. So it's interesting. And then, you know, Marcus Mariota, I don't think they had a lot of family in Atlanta. So they, it was just him and his wife and she was pregnant. And I mean, it just, it was very, very good. Very good show. I wish them all nothing but success in the 2023 campaign. Um, Mariota's now in, in Philly, so he very well may be a Super Bowl champion. Uh, yeah, Philly's Philly's for real. They are really, really good this year. Uh, they're stacked, so we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. All right, everybody, have an amazing day.